Welcome, everybody. Hey, 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 hey. How are we doing? It's the Extreme. It is the Extreme, and we are doing great as always. Fan freaking tastic. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. Yes. And today, we're actually going to be digging a little deeper into the end game of Mighty Gunvolt Burst. That's right. Mighty Gunvolt Burst. But before I do that, Joey, what did we do last time? You mind just uh, refreshing my memory? Getting oh, a sure, bit Zach. Old. We did the mine in the highway. Mm, that we did? <laughs> did we? We did. We did. We did. You're right. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I trust, I, I totally have 100% faith in you and didn't look back in my notes and <laughs> make sure that that was right. 100% faith in you, buddy. I trust you. Thanks, man. Um, but you are right. We went through the mines and the highway. Um, both very good levels. Um, very interesting designs. And the bosses themselves, well, I liked Brandish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but now, just to recap, we are... Breaking in to the simulation uh, via this new level called Gateway. Yes, sir. All right. So without further ado, I think it's time to explore the Gateway, Joe. Let's do it. All right. Here we come, Oblivion Gate. Wait, wrong game.
welcome back, everyone, from those smooth, smooth jams. Hey. There's... Oh, and Jerem's back. Hey, Jerem. How things been? Oh, you don't say. Why, why'd they do that? Well, maybe you shouldn't have thrown their scuba gear into the ocean. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, okay, you're right. You make a good point. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy you're right. Jeremy's so funny. He yeah, really he's... is. I mean, he, he does make a good point, though. Yeah, you, sure. You should always make sure that you're, uh, you're, you're being nice to your friends, especially when they're in charge of your scuba gear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jerem. Yeah. Insightful as always. But let's totally. talk a little bit about the gateway. Yeah. So that first off, just getting from the beginning, this music honestly feels like uh, it's being pulled from like a a lot of different types of games, like very similar in style, where it's like action platformer kind of deal. But like I'm sensing like some Mega Man Two, some Mega Man Nine from the recent recent future or recent yeah. past, and even more so, uh, this game called Shovel Knight, which I'm actually a big fan of, but I'm getting kind of notes of that soundtrack that Jay Kaufman came up with, which is also just fantastic. So yeah. I like it. I liked it too. Um, it kind of fits that that idea that you're kind of descending into this chaos of a virtual like right. a virtual graveyard almost, like a, a virtual Frankenstein? <laughs> Can the level be like a Frankenstein's monster? Um, yeah, it basically is. I mean, yeah, it is. Like, they've kind of pulled in little bits of each level and kind of just cobbled it together, and the only connecting tissue is this kind of virtual boy-ass background where it's just kind of, like, uh, dot matrixy. Yeah. Um, but it actually looks pretty nice and gets the, the point across that, look, you have kind of broken through the simulation here. You're technically not supposed to be here. Um... Right. But you're you're getting down to the bottom of this shit. Yeah, um, it's it's getting we're getting deep. It's getting more serious. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of getting serious, they introduce even a, a new mechanic even in this late game here, uh, which kind of piggybacks off an older one where it's the disappearing platforms from the highway. But right. I guess the, I'd call this like the version two point of it, because it's yeah. not just disappearing. Um, right. It's it's dependent on the background color. Yeah, it's kind of like parallel universes. Yeah, it like you can see like it it it's an interesting that's an interesting way of putting it. Like it is like a parallel universe kind of popping in and out. It's like yeah. the simulation is kind of halfway broken. Right. And it's kind of like Ooh. trying to trying to like fix itself and every time yeah. it like refreshes a new universe so to speak kind of loads in with new platforms. Nice. That's an interesting idea. I didn't actually think of it like that. Cool. Um but that's yeah, that's why we're a team. Exactly, we're the X team. <laughs> we're the X team. X team. That sounded. -team. That sounded better in my head. <laughs> um, but yeah, it uh, it actually gives you a little more of an idea of when it's actually going to change because the background kind of changes on like one of those flip panels, so it changes slowly out of the corner, yeah. um, making yeah, it yeah. making it kind of obvious that it's going to change. Right. Um. But yeah, it's a good mechanic, even if it is kind of just a different version of one they've already done. 
But I guess at this point, they can't really be pulling from much else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as we mentioned, you know, the stage design right now is a bit of a mess. Uh, it's kind of a mixture of all the previous stages and all their enemies. So they're literally throwing almost everything plus the kitchen sink at you. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't at that point. Yeah, um, like, why not? I would not be surprised if a kitchen sink came flying at Gunvolt. Just like a <laughs> virtual sink or real sink? A real sink. Or, Just like, or a or heat a sink. <laughs> what? Or a bathtub or something. Yeah, literally throw the baby, bathtub, and sink, right? (laughs) I feel like that'd be going a bit overboard. Yeah. Um, But, like, as we move through the stage, though, we're, like we mentioned, since it's kind of cobbling together all the different stages, it's cobbling together all their old mechanics, too. So Mm -hmm. there's a section kind of soon after where you're flying upward on one of those uh, elevation robots, uh, dodging uh, the bombs that kind of just appear out of nowhere while also making sure you navigate a maze, like an yeah. energy barrier uh, maze so you don't get killed. Yeah. Um, it's pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's starting to, like, look, you already know these concepts. Uh, we're not going to reteach you them. But now here's, like, your final test. You got to kind of now deal with all of these as they come to you at once. Um, yeah. And a good example of that, actually, is another... One soon after that, where they throw uh, pitch black darkness at you and crumbling platforms. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of throwing the theme from uh, the mine and the power plant into one section there, which makes for a very interesting uh, part of the stage. Yeah. Uh, Like you said, man, it's very, very tough. But at the same time, it's fair because you've learned these before. Right, exactly. It's, a, it's like a perfect next step. Exactly. Like, they've conveyed this to you before, and now all these elements are kind of coming together yeah. to be like, look, we know you know this shit. Right. It's time for you to prove that you know it. It's like the first eight stages were, like, preparation for this. Exactly, which is kind of how, like, I guess it should be if yeah. you're kind of going, like, for a hierarchy of difficulty. Yeah, Um, I think it comes together nicely. Um, As you move through, though, um, they kind of repeat the similar one that we were talking about before, where you're flying upwards, Mm -hmm. uh, dodging the robot, except now they've kind of swapped that horizontally. Uh, You're now going through a similar thing, except there are more robots just kind of flying directly at you, kind of like a 2D side-scroller kind of deal, where you're like a spaceship shooting the enemies, kind of like a Galaga. No, wait, that's top-down. Kind of like an R-type. There we go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, the level is not... This one's not super long, but it is difficult in that it kind of throws each stage at you a new thing. Or, sorry, not each stage, each new section a new thing you have to worry about. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like it. It's good. It kind of jives together in a way that it's not too... It's not unfair, but it's not like there's no increase in challenge. You know? Yeah. Agreed. Do you agree with that? I do agree. Okay. Um, I think I'm ready to talk about the boss. Are you Yeah. Good? It's, like, pretty, uh, I thought, like, repetitive, even though it's long. Yeah, like I the, mean... Sorry, we already on. talked about the basic, like, points of the level. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's not too much else to talk about. 
Um, you get some items that we can talk about. Um, but uh, at this point, yeah, like it's kind of like they're combining all the different elements into yeah. one. And I don't want to kind of blow my load here because yeah. the rest of these levels is are kind of similar things. Sure. So I don't want to tread on what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Good call. So I think we'll stop there and talk to talk about Beck. Um, Beck is the boss here. Yeah. Yeah. Found like you. Yeah. Like a literal, not the guy you saw in the beginning, but it's actually Beck. Because yeah. I remember, I recall in the beginning, the, the back in the beginning looked kind of purplish, and this guy's right. blue. I yeah. mean, but, but then again, I guess if he's like Mega Man-ish, Mega Man changed his armor color when he equipped different weapons. I guess. So I don't know. At this point, mm-hmm. maybe I'll know later. <laughs> maybe he's just. Maybe he just changed. <laughs> maybe I mean yeah maybe he just changed clothes he was just like oh I don't want the purple today what if, what if I wore blue what if I wore my black fit <laughs> by the way apparently black fit a word I did not know that was a thing black fit until my fiance called me out and said you cannot wear a black fit to work is that does that mean blue outfit it does mean it means exactly that what it, 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 it is a black fit it's just like wearing all blue <laughs> Like, cause I was wearing blue, a blue polo shirt and je- blue jeans. And you can't like, do that. I, I don't know. Apparently, that's a thing you can't do. I mean, I trust her fashion advice. Isn't your suit blue? Uh, my suit is blue, but I mean, <laughs> that, that's a different kind of thing, I guess. Yes. It's a, it's a suit, right. and I mean, the jacket is kind of, uh, it's not fully covering your your shirt. Of course. So it's not fully blue. Plus right. the ties. Never mind. The, yes. the suits are fucking fly dope as hell. Don't be hating on my suit. Um, (laughs) But let's talk about Beck. Um, Just before we actually get into the fight itself, um, the room, for those of you who are big Mega Man original fans, Mega Man Classic, uh, it looks oddly similar to the stage design uh, in Flashman's boss room in Mega Man 2, where it's kind of like not quite level platforms everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Granted... That just, I guess that was the only thing that I really <laughs> noticed. I mean, it's just the design of the, the stage yeah, or the boss yeah. room. It, it reminded me of that as all. Cool. Um, I don't know if that was just kind of a uh, subtle nod or, again, might be looking into it too much. Yeah. Um, but before we even fight, uh, we have uh, an exchange of words. There yes. are words being exchanged. Silly words. It's like, yeah, like the silliest words, but there must be some misunderstanding because uh, Beck and Gunvolt talk about, you know, how one another is the cause of the problems here. Mm-hmm. And Gunvolt or Beck is like, give me your GM powers. And Gunvolt is like pissed off. He's like, it's GV, Gunvolt, yeah. not Gunmolt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, that was actually kind of funny. It made me laugh. That was funny. <laughs> um, but then after those, that beautiful exchange of words, you are now fighting Beck, um, who fights pretty much how you would expect him to, consider he's like a Mega Man clone. Um, he runs side to side, he shoots his lemons, and he does this charge shot, which, uh, from what I saw, could do one of two things, depending on the color of the charge. Mm-hmm. So there's a red charge and a blue charge. Uh, the red charge will do an upward arcing tri-shot, 
where it kind of swoops the ground and goes up. And then the blue one will do a tri-crossing pattern, like a bit of an X, where you are. Um, the fight is not honestly that hard if you have uh, some very specific... Um, items equipped, like if you have the reflect on because the room is so small that even if you just keep shooting and he keeps moving, eventually you'll hit him mm -hmm. just because the bullets are flying everywhere. Um, but I didn't have too hard of a time with Beck here. Um, just a little, little side note, the background does still change to make new platforms during the fight. Yeah. So kind of gives credence to the fact that like the simulation might be kind of just trying to stabilize itself Still. even here yeah um but the fight itself isn't too crazy mm -hmm. what really is crazy is what happens afterwards <laughs> <laughs> where we um go into this cutscene with this i thought it was a green techno girl with barbell hair okay like vine like, hair yeah, like, did you see the hair? It looked like giant vi like vines were holding a barbell above its head. So, yeah, I'm a bit confused about this, uh, this character who's shown up out of nowhere. But, yeah. boy, howdy, they <laughs> talk a bit strange. Yeah, oh, oh, my God. It's, like, like so modern. It's like, it's, like, modern, but at the same time, it's, like, what people who think modern talk is yeah it's like kind of like childish like i don't know if it's supposed to be like satire of f like fake like internet speak because i've never met a human being in their life who talks like this <laughs> but let's let's hear some choice lines from uh, from this person mm. um okay boys so that's with three o's and a z for an after boy uh lols with another zed um yeah. thanks for roughing each other up though uh thanks is thx four is literally the number four and though is spelled t-h-o <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um like literally they're channeling the inner 12 year old boy who yeah. is just learning to speak online or the 60 year old who's just learning to text or this. and thinks that that's how you're supposed to text. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is how I text now. They told me to do lulls. <laughs> Have you seen this thing about a cheeseburger cat? <laughs> I don't understand. How does he play the keyboard with just pause? <laughs> Thank you. Get out of the... Get out of there, Grandma. Um... But yeah, and also says things like hashtag VIP section. <laughs> um, so automatically we hate this person. Yes. Um, it's kind of implied. So I think that's what they wanted. If that's what they wanted, then kudos. You've done a fan-fucking-tastic job. Oh, yeah. Um, but this person actually has a name, and it's Tessio, who is apparently a dude. I did, uh. not, I did not catch that. Uh. Um... That he is a member of Eden, and his septimal power is literally messing with reality itself. Oh yeah. I feel like the septim septimal powers, like the create the curve of power, just went off the fucking scale here. 
Because, like, yeah. some of them are, like, controlling lightning, controlling fire, controlling, like, the wind. And then this one is just fucking controlling reality? <laughs> what? What? what does that even mean? I don't even know. How do you, What? I think we're going to need to get some little, a little more information on this person in maybe just a minute. Um, but let's go, let's continue on. Uh, they have a little, a nice vignette picture of Tessio, who is now flanked by his minions, Evil Beck and Evil Gunvolt. So apparently they are actually two completely different people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful drawing, by the way. They, whoever, yeah. Whoever's in the yeah, art department, cool. like, they, this is fantastic. Totally. Like, kudos. Um, and now, it, then Tessio just literally starts speaking in hands, I think. Like, like he says, like, these hand symbol are hand symbol. Yeah, gonna, going to. Like, I don't get it. Like, what, what's with the hand symbols? I don't know. Like. Maybe just, like, high fives? Or? Like, these high fives are high five gonna high five? Like, are these slap gonna slap? Like. Our slap gonna slap... Fuck, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, like, he's slamming on the table. These are gonna be epic. That's actually not a bad... That's not a bad interpretation. I could could see that, actually. It makes a lot more (laughs) sense than anything else I was thinking of. (laughs) So, I like that. It kind of makes for a more dramatic moment and um, more emphasizing the point. Right. So I, I like to think it's that. Um, but then, actually, they leave pretty soon after, um, and Gunvold and Beck kind of get to chatting, and he realizes that this was actually a simulation created by Dr. White to help train uh, Beck to prepare for his further missions. Um, but now they have forged a partnership, and we'll continue on to the next stage. But before we do... Um, I think it's about that time. I hear the bells ringing in the distance. I hear children crying for it. I hear old people saying, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's time for an Internet Backstory. Internet Backstory. Oh, yes. It is about that time. All right. It's the best time. So, who do you think we're going to be doing? Obviously, Mr. Tessio himself, a.k.a. The Serial Experiment. The serial experiment. Um, God damn it. Even in the old... So, Tessio is from Azure Striker Gunvolt 2, and apparently his memorable quote from that is, Spoiler alert! You gon' die! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So, Tessio, known in Japan as serial experiment, or... uh, Shirayu Experimentu Tessio um, is a member of Eden, uh, the seven... No, sorry, is a member of the Edens, the seven... Oh, my God. Of Edens, the seven. That's such a weird thing to say. And one of the antagonists. Yeah. Uh, Tessio was formerly a contributor at a website that uploaded foreign movies, but joined Eden when the website was shut down taking a fascination in their transmission equipment. Um, Mm -hmm. An eccentric person with a bizarre obsession with the internet, Tessio used a lot of internet slang in his speech, a trait that tends to annoy everyone around him, even when he doesn't intend to. (laughs) Uh, He has an affinity for the Hack the Planet Septima, which allows uh, 
which allows to take physical matter and turn it into computer data and vice versa. So I guess that's what he means by reality shaping. So he can kind of take physical matter and turn it into data that he can kind of churn into whatever he wants. Cool. Um, what else do we got here? Um, we talked about that. Oh, okay, he has a completely different description in Japanese. Uh, he's a psychic with the world hack ability. Um, he used to be an uploader on an overseas video upload site, uh, but his favorite site's business worsened and it shut down. Um, no, actually, it's very similar. Never mind. <laughs> uh, Tessio is a young teenager with pale green hair and a thin ponytail, dark green eyes. Um, and his grimoire form is actually the one that is in uh, Mighty Gone Volt Burst. Tessio gains dark green hair with a, a long, thorny ponytail that ends in drill-like spikes. Um, what else? His personality. Tessio is, at his core, an immature, provocative teenager. He's extremely <laughs> eccentric and always shown to be in a good mood, always snarky and grinning whilst bantering with others. Tessio also Hi. seems to enjoy getting people angry, trying to get under Gunvolt's skin by mentioning Asimov. Um, not sure who that is. Uh, he is also obsessed with the internet culture, speaking in internet slang, uh, and even uses hashtags in his words, uh, the sum of which makes his behavior akin to that of an internet troll. <laughs> uh, this manner of speech, which most people assume is mocking, more often than not infuriates everybody but he's honestly actually trying to cheer people up by entertaining them. Uh, weird, that does not come across at all. <laughs> Tessio uh, I, get, I get why he's, he does the hashtags now. Yeah, he's trying too hard. Hashtag try hard. <laughs> uh, Tessio is rather arrogant, taking great pride in his hacking skills and scoffing at the mere thought of someone better than him at it. Uh, at one point, he flat out declares himself a god. Uh, in fact, the only times where he, where his net troll persona breaks down and he shows any genuine worry uh, is when someone beats him at something. Um, in Armed Blue Gunvolt, when Merrick beats him by sending him a virus, Tessio is left lost for words and hurriedly claims credit for Quill's attack. When he is beaten by Copen, he completely falls into an utterless despair, screaming in disbelief over his loss. So he's kind of like an actual teenage boy. Where he just uh, cannot fucking deal with his shit. Um, fair. Originally from Korea, Tessio uploads prank videos on his on a famous site, resulting in a very loyal fan base. However, yeah, it was shut down. So he was a YouTube star, apparently. A YouTube star? Wow. Well, I mean, it's like the YouTube equivalent in this game. Yeah, I guess so. Um, That's pretty funny there's a lot of information here my dude um uh, most of it which is kind of re re-explaining itself um i don't want to kind of go over that again trivia according to according to the official height chart tessio is about 165 centimeters or five foot five inches tall um, according to his Dengeki Nintendo profile, 
Tessio claims to be good friends with Asrock, something that the latter clearly strongly denies. I feel like people who play this game know way more about what I'm talking about right now. I guess. Uh, okay. That, that's here, cool. Here we go. Uh, Tessio's Hack the Planets optimize a reference to the 1995 movie Hackers, which features an unlicensed hacker TV show of the same name. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I think that is about it for Tessio, this serial experiment. Internet backstory. Oh, yeah. All right. Very cool. But let's move, yeah. let's move straight into the next one, uh, subspace. Yes. We, we don't have time to waste, so let's fly let's into subspace. Into Duh.
welcome back, Xtremers. Yes, from the subspace, which is not subpar in the least. <laughs> nice. I, I would just call it space. I think it needs to have it, a little more confidence in itself. It is a subspace of good. It it is it is a good space. It's a safe good. space. Safe space. Actually, it's a I, subset I, I, of. What? I was gonna say I completely lied. It's not even close to a safe space. It's not right. safe in this it's space. It's a very dangerous space. It's dangerous space. It's it's like the danger <laughs> fucking zone up in here. Um. But let's talk a little bit about this. So, it's literally the same music as the first stage. Yeah. So, I'm having flashbacks to Mega Man X2 Mega and Man. X3. Yes. Um, of course. Yeah, like, they reused the same music from those. Um, and here, it's actually just lost its facade of ever having anything to do with the previous stages, at least in the design of the stage. And now it's just gone completely, like, Matrix Grid. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, and also the gravity is just gone now for some reason. Apparently, mostly. Yeah, for, for the most part, just gravity, <laughs> just kaputski. Um, but as we go through this stage, they must have really been a big, big fan of the crumbling platform mechanic because, again, it's back. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, they really like that. It was in the previous one. It's in this one. Yeah, it's a go-to for them, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's a good one. Like, it, it's, a, it's a fine, fine yeah. one. There are others that you had good ones, too. But, okay. I mean, who am I to judge? Yeah. You do you. Chase your bliss, game designers. Yeah. Um, it's still a good, a good mechanic, so I'm not going to fault it. Yeah. Um, but the mechanic in this stage kind of comes out in phases. Um, the mechanic is um, not dying. <laughs> Um, oh it's a good one yeah I don't quite know how to describe it it's like it's literally just spikes like that's the mechanic it's like it's avoiding spikes yeah like so we have a first section here where it's like slowly retracting spike bridge with a few spike boxes to kind of deal with so you just kind of have to navigate through that Uh, then in the room next to it we have slowly shifting spike walls with uh, huge bombs hidden inside, uh, like the little safe areas to kind of knock yeah. you into the spike walls. Uh, right. Then in the third section, you have slowly shifting huge spike walls with these bombs and enemies that will try and lock you in place so that you can be hit by this slow-moving wall. Right. And then it culminates in the fourth section where they're just like, Fuck it! The entire floor is spikes, and we're just gonna move the gr- move you into them by the ground, just kind of going down and into the spikes itself. <laughs> and then on top of that, they have uh, enemies that will hold you in place or try and knock you off into the spike pit. So yeah, um, yeah, that is um, it's a walk in the park. Yeah, basically a walk in the park. <laughs> but, um, I mean, aside from the difficulty there, you, like, I explained it, I think, hopefully in such a way that you see how it's building on top of each other um, to kind of get more progressively difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, it's not a normal mechanic in such a way that the other ones were, like, a crumbling bridge or utter darkness or, right. like, um, I'm trying to remember more. 
moving platforms or energy barriers. It's literally like the stage just trying to outwardly kill you with spikes. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it's uh, reminiscent of Mega Man yet again. Very, very reminiscent. Um, I think in, like, X2, they really heavily relied on uh, that whole spike mechanic trying to kill you. You're right, right? Um, So now they've kind of, I don't know, again, if that is kind of a reference to that or just it seemed like the next logical logical step there either way it makes for a more difficult stage uh but at the same time like something that kind of also kind of undercuts the difficulty which they built into the stage itself is that whole low gravity thing Uh so let me put it to you this way if you have the aerial ace um customization option put onto max where you can jump three times in the air, um, you could feasibly jump the entirety of these sections without getting without getting hurt. Right, because you can basically just fly. You're basically flying at that point. <laughs> so again, like it's something like they ho- hopefully expected you to think of some stuff like that to kind of bypass it. But at the same time, if you didn't, the challenge is still there. And even so, like you can't just kind of coast on you making it all the way there just by jumping because there are enemies in the way that could stop you and make you fall and just fall straight into the spike pit. Yeah. So, uh, even so, like, even if you're like, oh, look at me, I'm Mr. Smarty Pants, I'm gonna just fly over everything. Uh, (laughs) You still need to be careful because one wrong move and you could just be held in place while you're falling directly into the spike pit and then you're fucked. Yeah, it doesn't make it that much easier if you do that. No, but, yeah, it's like something that I, I thought that I could do personally. I mean, it um, it made it a little bit easier, but at the same time, there were points where I was right. like, oh, jeez, I got to like really recover quickly. Yeah, you still have to, you still are in danger. Exactly, so it doesn't completely remove that element of danger, uh, but also at the same time, still allowing you that ability to be like, look, we still want you to feel powerful in some way because you've gone through all this shit and you've gotten all these customizations, uh, so we want to kind of still make let you know, hey, look, you're you're still king badass here. Uh, you could do that, but you still need to be careful. You're not like the be all end all god of this, right? Um, but that's about that. That's like that stage, dude. Yeah, that's it. Like that, that that I've just outlined the stage. Yeah, is that it? Like, did I miss anything? No, it's basically just spikes and platforms and enemies trying to hit you into the spikes. Yeah, right? Exactly what you said. Okay, so there we go. Do you want to talk about the, the boss of the stage then? Sure. Okay. The eyeball yeah, or okay. whatever, the brain. Okay, I didn't catch the goddamn name of this. Um, okay, I have it, I have it here. Okay, can I, I can I take a guess before you tell us? Yeah. Okay, I swear to fuck, I thought it said braingasm. But I have no fucking idea. I mean, the names of these things are up there for half a second, and like, yeah, and then like they're less. just gone. And I was like, oh god, I missed the name. Fuck! It said brain something, brain gap, brainasm, brain spasm. Um, uh, you find it? Okay, wait. Rear guardian. What? Yeah, let me. Yeah. Uh, something. Brain Guardian or Brain Guardian Yeah let me see here Wait Briar Guardian That's what I thought it said Briar Guardian Yeah 
Okay, wow, I was off by a lot. <laughs> I guess Brian Almost says brain guardian. I guess that makes more sense considering the uh, the boss itself is covered in thorns. So isn't yeah. a briar patch just like a thorny field? Ooh. Good Am get. I, Good get. Is that is that what that is? If I if it I'm sounds, wrong, sounds sorry? right. Yeah, if I'm sounds wrong, right. just just message me. Uh, message such at it's the extreme and let me yeah, know. Correct us. At it's the extreme, um, or just send us an email. Or, um, yeah, okay, Briar, Briar Guardian. All right, sounds good. Um, so, yeah. like I said, yeah, it's a giant ball of light encased in uh, kind of thorn armor. Um, so to get to the actual thorns, you have to destroy all these power orbs that are kind of giving it, uh, giving it power to protect itself. Um, right. But once you do, honestly, it doesn't do too much. Or, I don't know, maybe I killed it too fast? But all I saw was, like, giant vertical lasers that I think would be moving into you at some point, but I ended up mashing so fast that I killed it yeah. before it could do more. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, didn't seem too hard. Yeah, did you see anything else that it was doing, or did I miss maybe some part of the fight, or...? Mm, no, it seems pretty simple. Yeah, I thought maybe that boss was just too easy. Maybe I, like, yeah. beat it too fast. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, kind of... not... Like, uh, hmm. giving away everything now. Maybe the next level's gonna be, like, super hard. That's true. I mean, we st we still have a couple more levels here left to go, so... Alright, I, I think that wraps it up for this, for this stage, huh? Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so with that, I, I don't think there is a, an internet backstory for Briar Garden. Briar Garden. <laughs> Briar... Guardian. Guardian. Um, I have no fucking clue. I'm gonna just do a quick Google search to see if I can see anything. Um, no, I'm not seeing any internet backstory for Briar Guardian. <laughs> um, sorry guys. I mean, they can't all be winners. But I think that's gonna cover it for today. Yeah, yep. I think that's it. That's cool, that's cool. Yeah, so we're getting close, man. I know. I feel it. Like, if this is anything like any other Mega Man game, uh, we only maybe have two more stages left and the game is over. Yeah. I'm fucking stoked, dude. I'm really enjoying this game. Yeah, I, like, don't want it to be over. I know. Uh, well, I mean, don't worry. We still have a ton of other awesome games that oh, we're yeah. going to go through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. I'm excited. That's exciting. The future is very bright. Oh, yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, we're fucking stoked about it. So thank you guys again for listening to another episode of Xtreme. Uh, if you want to mm -hmm. get in touch with us, there's a fucking million ways. Uh, I'm going to list them off right now. You can send us an email at, or, uh, it's the Xtreme at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet at us at it's the Xtreme. You can, uh, comment on our Instagram photos, which I now put up every day. Uh, take a look. I put up Mega Man photos and sometimes photos of the dog that I babysit, um, but mostly Mega Man photos. <laughs> um, and what else? You can check us out on Podbean. You can check us out on Google Play. You can check us out on iTunes. Give us a rate. Like us. Subscribe if you feel so inclined. Uh, we we I know we would really really appreciate it. It means a lot that our stupid rambles are uh, making people's days a little bit better. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but we do. We did. Didn't I say last week we would have some really good news? Ooh, yes, you did. I did. Um, well, I don't know if I can say it quite yet. Maybe we should wait till the Gunvolt finale. Yeah, I think I think I'll wait. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it just yet, so I'm gonna hold off on it. But uh, keep your ears peeled, you guys. Something is coming. Something big. Something. <laughs> We're pretty stoked about it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, Jerem's stoked about it too. Jerem, don't don't give away the farm just yet. Jerem. Jerem, we can't. No, they can't. No, not yet. No. Yes. No. No. Okay. <laughs> ah, Jerem, don't give away the farm just yet. Okay. Yeah, Jerem, come on. Let's keep some. Let's keep them in suspense. Yeah. All right. It's a good thing they don't understand what the hell Jerem's talking about, and only <laughs> we do. Uh, but thank you guys again for listening. Um, we'll come. We'll be back again next week, um, and we'll we'll finish this shit up. All right. Yeah. That's happening. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Oh, wait. Peace. Wait. We have to... Don't forget to... Don't forget do... to write it down. Yeah, we forgot to... to Don't forget. To... We forgot to not forget? We forgot to not forget to... God to damn. It. God damn it, we're bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. We, we, like, we need t-shirts. Could we have those t-shirts? Oh, man, I need to be wearing my t-shirt all the time. All right, guys, don't, <laughs> don't forget to write down how stupid we are. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week.